Yes, sir. It's uh, it's it's long. It's differently shaped than it's our last thick. ones. They're like heavy. He- hey, I'll <laughs> say this. I, I I'll give a lot of our adult film actresses credit for what they do, based on these new microphones. Yeah, and it's like it's not smooth either. It's like a little rigid. Yeah, I. It's like sandpaper at the top. Yeah, that's uh, not what you want your your uh, gentility to look like, fellas. Um, on that note, <laughs> the Good Enough Podcast is back. We'll call it season two. Season, sure. Season one was 52 episodes. What was that? That's right. Roughly? We nailed 52? Is we that, did. Is that the right amount? And now we are at episode 53. So what? that's like one of those like... Uh, We're getting weird now. I'm yeah, not going to lie. We We're at offensive linemen and like weird offensive linemen. Jason Mawai. I, I think I've used that before. I think I've got one actually. Kevin Mawai. Hold on. I think Hugh Douglas was 53. 50, wasn't he like a line? No, he was a DN. He was a DN. Hold on. That's a DN number. Let me check this one. That's like a pass rushing DN. That's Clay, Math- Clay Matthews 52. Hold on. 53 is a pretty weak number, though. You ready? The same Hugh Douglas that got beat up by Terrell Owens. Ooh. You got the it? The same Hugh Douglas that um, didn't he get caught getting like absolutely blackout drunk in a Hartford bar? Yes. So he's 53. Like, 53. I, the I Hugh it. Douglas episode. It's the Hugh Douglas episode. That means this is going to be like a bad episode. We yeah. may get beat up by a disgruntled wide receiver. So we're here to talk about sports. And we're here to talk about life and we, life events. Can we just say one thing real quick? Say it. We oh. got new mics. Oh, we got new mics, yes. I mean, I think that was obvious by our... We don't sound like we're underwater right now. Right. Or screaming through a potato. Was like, that a complaint that we once got? I thought it sounded like we were screaming to a potato. That was my Winston complaint on the, <laughs> our, our own podcast. But I was like fine with that. It gave us like an authentic. Are we still the good enough podcast? Are we? Are, are we, we the, the bougie boys podcast? Well, I mean, it's hard to say because you know when we do our other podcasts, you know the fashion bros, fashion bros, bonobos, chinos, right? Talk about pants. whatever. What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, wait. Are we doing fashion bros right now? Not really. <laughs> oh, okay. Fashion Bros is for hour too. No, right. um, no. Uh, aside from the new mics, this just it just feels different. Right. I prepared a little bit more than nothing for this episode. That's fine. So I feel like there's a new energy surrounding the podcast right now, in like a good or bad way. In a good way. Yeah. Like we're about to hit the deep, dark, cold months, which means like even though we're making all these promises, it's gonna be one snowy Thursday where I'm just gonna be like, Nah, I'm not coming over. A month ago, I wasn't ready for winter. I'm, I'm, I'm here now. I'm like, let's fucking do this. Have you had a winter weekend yet? And by winter weekend, I mean yeah, I know what you mean yeah, yeah. You're not really doing anything. Not really, actually. I had my uh, first one last weekend. How was that? The only interaction I had was with you. Oh yeah, we went Sarah, to a bar. Yeah. Other than that, it was me and my dog, and I, uh, and Netflix and Spider Man on PS4. It sounds fucking great. It was amazing, and I had leftover Thanksgiving food, so I didn't have to go outside. So I just repeatedly ate the same meal six <laughs> times in a row <laughs> until my fiance returned. It sounds depressing, but it also sounds awesome. I was awesome. so happy. Yeah. I couldn't string together what day it was, what time it was, because she was, she was busy getting stuff ready for the big event I'm going to talk about. And I was literally just like tasked with this is great. taking care of the dog. And the dog is like not cool with the cold. So she would go outside, pee, poop, and like, let's get back in there. I'm like, yo, yeah. you're of my own brain, dog. <laughs> So we'd be outside for like five minutes max, head back upstairs, repeat. People always talk about how great like L.A. weather is. They don't get to experience this. Like, I'm sorry. If it's 70 degrees out, I'm just going to feel sort of guilty. And I get it. Like, you don't have to feel guilty, but I will. You see people outside doing things. Your Instagram feed is people like at the beach or something There's something nice about looking outside and not seeing a goddamn soul. Like, you're living in... (laughs) A pretty big city, and you're just like, well, there's no one outside. I I don't have to do You'd that. You'd be dumb to be outside. Right. That's what people would think of you. If they saw you outside, like, what's that guy doing? What's wrong with him? Does he so, not have a place to live? So, so whatever. Yeah, you got to have one soon. They, uh, they, this weekend, I don't really know what I got planned. Nothing really. We, You didn't commit. 
but there was some commit. You did commit. I did. Oh yeah, there's some commitment level amongst our friends. Um, but that's like we're like meeting up on Saturday. We may get like three beers and maybe an app. Right. And that's the extent of our hanging out as a group. I can do that. I can definitely do that. Maybe um, two beers in the app. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. How are you feeling? Wedding. I'm getting married in what's the day? Twenty. I know the exact amount of days. Seventeen days. Seventeen days. You ready? I think so. There's so many moving parts and logistics that make me nervous, but I'm not nervous about the act. No. I, like, I'm excited. I'm excited to do that part. I'm excited to be around friends and family, dance, eat, drink, you know, hear people gloat about us, hugs, fake conversations. It's going to be fun. A lot of fake conversations. A lot of ha-ha. One thing I'm going to ask you, like, for the groomsmen, I'll say, I'll say it now, um, I'm going to have to have some people act as handlers. Okay. For, for both my, my will have her own. Oop. Fiance will have her own, and we'll basically have people see us in conversation and just, like, pull us out here and there. Like, if you see us talking for too long or, like, haven't seen us for a while, just pull us out of the conversation. So if you have been talking to someone for, like, let's could say be my, seven minutes. It could be my mother. Pull me out. Ooh, okay. Should I get, like, a list of people I can do that to and who I can't Actually, do Actually, you could, yeah. Uh, yeah, basically that. Basically, it's just, like, anyone that's not my parents, probably. I can read, I'll read the room. Parents or, like, spells or anyone like that. But, yeah, read the room. If it's, like, friend X, who, if it's a groomsman, another groomsman, pull me out. Because <laughs> I should not be talking to you guys that much, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, a lot of logistics, a lot of moving parts. A lot of, like, did we pay that person? Like, is everything set? A lot of conversations with the DJ, the transportation, the hotel. I'm trying to get reservations for brunch for us that morning. There's no places that take fucking reservations in Indianapolis downtown. They all walk in. Colts game. Apparently people care about that there. Conventions in town. I don't know. So. Hey, you know what? I have this weird feeling it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. I've yet to go to a wedding where I was like, wow. This was an absolute logistical <laughs> nightmare. I, I agree. I've actually, the only two things, I don't really remember much from weddings, which I like. Like, I want the wedding to be like, I had a good time. I don't remember the details. I don't remember what happened. I got a little drunk. I danced a little bit. Where was the after party? I don't really remember. But I had a good time. I had a good time. Like, you don't want to come out of a wedding, like, with anything really memorable. If you remember a wedding really well. It's not for a good thing. That's not a good thing. I remember bad speeches. I do remember bad speeches. We probably could think of some... I have rules uh, on ba- yeah. I have rules on speeches. Three rules. You want to hear my three rules? Mac, are you listening? Yeah. Three rules are <clears throat> a. Uh, I hate paper. I hate it when people read on a paper. It's fine if you can like you cheat every now and then and like look over at it, but like if you are reading off a piece of paper, I'm automatically out. Just out. Like I'm not even giving you a shot. Like it's fucking over. Sean's saying this to me as as his best man. Oh, that's right. I, I never said oh. that by the way on the pod. Oh. Thank yes. you, thank you, Win, for being my best man. We've we've talked about this a couple months or month ago, maybe. I don't think on the podcast. Did no, we? not on podcast. I mean, in general. So yeah. it's, you're welcome. I felt a lot more gracious when you told me. Yeah. But now I'm filled with that ner- not nervous dread, but like I had this. Yeah, I want to make sure it's good. Oh, and I have eight, I have nine months. Yeah, so. I'm not going to bother you about it for obviously until you get back from your honeymoon, and then it's like it's all right. March. I still don't need to bother me about it then. Oh, that's right. You're not leaving until yeah. a while. Yeah. Okay. So, but anyway. After your wedding. I'm going to make sure to bring a sheet of paper. So, check. Yeah. Bring paper. Um, number two. <clears throat> no one likes a long speech. And I'm not saying it has to be 10 seconds long, but, like, no one wants this thing to go on forever. And then three. You hear that, it's Mac? It's awkward when the speech is just about the person they know. It's not about the couple. You know, obviously, you're coming from a vantage point. Oh, this was my best friend. And then he met his wife for not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it ends up being about them two together. But like you get those speeches where I'm like, she was mentioned like twice briefly. Like that's, I just never like that. So I'm excited to bring a scroll. Right. <laughs> that is about 15 minutes, 20 yeah. minutes long. Yeah. That's exclusively inside stories from high school about <laughs> me and you. Yeah. So, Okay. Perfect. Nailed it. All right. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, everything's exciting. Um, a little snafu happened. Not a real snafu, but I remember I like, you know, my old blog days. I used to write nonsense, and I was like, listen, the Jarrell's hit. Put it on me with Lil Mo, like a few years back. And I was like, man, this would be actually like a dope song to actually 
use as vows. Like, use the lyrics of that I, song. I'm blown away that you thought that is, like, a thing that's a that good idea. 2015, Winston. Which, yeah, granted, that's not that's that many not that years long ago, ago. But I was really into it. So the fact that I wrote about it and then, like, tweeted about it multiple times, man, I was, like, really in on this idea. So then I sent that blog to a fiancé. How'd she feel about and that? And said, how about this? And then she said, ha, you're joking. And I was like, well... I mean, yeah, it was a blog, but, like, I could clean it up and, like, tailor it. And she was not pleased with that. I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't be pleased either. I don't think anyone would. I uh, thought about it a little bit. I, I got- remember at one point you were like, I want my first dance song to be Bruno Mars and Cardi B. Uh, what's yeah, that song? Uh, I don't even remember now. But Drop Top Porsche. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, like, when this is not a good first no, dance song. No, we, we have good songs. Uh, yeah, things. I I'm glad I was kind of left out of the, the the main process of setting things up for this wedding. She's done an amazing job with the logistics because obviously, if I was left to my own devices, things would not go well. No. Um, but yeah, 17 days. Uh, we may do a pod before. We may not. Probably. Uh, yeah, maybe. But here's I'll the thing: we're probably we're probably not going to do it next week. No. And then, are you really going to do a podcast like the Wednesday before your wedding? We're flying out Wednesday. So. <laughs> yeah. The, no. We can't get on the plane yet, babe. Got a pod to record. No, uh, it's almost wait, almost married, almost off the uh, I'm like, off the market. I'll say this: I uh, I'm not jealous of you right now because the idea. And again, I don't mean that in like I don't want to get married way. No, like, I know exactly what you mean. Right, like, this part sucks. But once you get married, I will be very envious of you because it'll be done. Yes, it'll be over. <laughs> if you once you get married, you don't have to plan a wedding anymore. Fun right. fact: that's the best part. And don't get me wrong, ever like, I I say these things and I'm like clearly kidding in the sense of I know the actual day is gonna be great. I'm sure you've heard this too. Yes, the day it's gonna be it's awesome. Gonna zoom by, you it's gotta zoom, just, take, you just it gotta in. take it in. Take it in. Yeah, just yeah, remember the so little cool. moments. Just you know, take some time for yourself, and just you know, just say, oh wow, that's this perfect. Is I'm like, yes, you're not the first person to fucking tell me this. <laughs> you nailed that actually. That was amazing. <laughs> Side note: What if you take it in too much? What if I? What is? What is Wynn doing over there? He's just just by himself. He's just staring up, smiling with his eyes closed. He's been taking it in for two hours now. Fucking weird. He hasn't even seen his wife in a few hours. Wynn didn't dance at all. Wasn't on the dance floor. He just kept taking it. What was he? He was just fucking there taking it in. Next morning, it's just like, don't say bye to me. I didn't get anything for brunch. Like, nothing's on his plate. Yeah, he's still taking it in. Taking it in. Get back to Boston, just like, man, that was a good wedding. <laughs> I really took it in. So, yeah, I, I think I'm going to make fun of that whenever anyone says that again. I'm just yeah. going to be like, all right, I'm going to overtake it in. Yeah, um, I'm really going to fucking you, take this one. Are you excited about yours? Your planning must, I mean, we're doing another state. You're doing another country. continent, country, world. I am, uh, I'm nervous for the logistics there, I'm not going to lie. Makes Even sense. though, like, if my fiance were to be listening to this right now she'd be like why the fuck are you nervous about this you haven't done shit which is fair hey, they probably won't listen right. that's the beauty that's the beauty of these things yeah <laughs> they hear us talk enough right yeah um with that being said it's still it's still in my peripherals what's going on i realize this makes no sense to a girl who's listening and is like wow you sound like a complete asshole right now but it does Even though I might not be specifically planning that little thing right there, it's still sort of making me stressed out. I, because I've been playing a lot of Spider-Man recently, I've been equating (laughs) wedding planning to video games. Like, where you have the main mission is, like, the big things. Right. And then the side missions are, like, I need the email address from this person, this person, the phone number from that person. I'm like, side missions? I can skirt by those. Yeah, you don't have to... You don't have to complete the side missions. You don't have to do the side missions to beat the game. (laughs) You get extra, like, power boost and extra bonuses and better weapons. Like, I played Grand Theft Auto all the time, and I would do, like, 10% of the side missions, maybe. Yeah. You know? And you still got things done. Right, and I still beat the game. Yeah, the, the show went on. Right. Like... And that's the way I'm looking at some of these tasks. <laughs> where I'm like, all right, some side missions are fun in the game. Like you, you're encouraged to do those, but some are like tedious. You're like, right. oh, swing from this spot to this spot in right. this amount of time. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to fucking do that. And some things in the wedding are like, hey, can you blah, blah, blah. Like, what, what menu should we use? Like, what type of menu should we use? What font? I'm like, 
I'm going to skip this mission. <laughs> this is the mission I'm all set with. I'm going to press circle and abandon the mission <laughs> and move on to the main quest. And I think it's, I'm encouraged to skip missions at this point. Because she knows my capabilities in my attention span. I actually, like, I had a real bad, like, I've been, I've been, it's hard to allocate things. It's like work responsibility, brain, wedding responsibility, brain, life responsibility, brain, dog responsibility, brain. Those are four brains. In all, any given moment, one of those brains is kind of fucking up. Any given moment, one of those is fucking up. Yeah, that's fair. And I'm trying to, like, have it so, like, one's fucking up at the best time. Like, the work brain's fucking up on, like, a day I don't have much to do in that many meetings. The dog brain's fucking up, like, you know, when the dog when I'm at work and the dog's already good. Or something like that. But yesterday, things were kind of fucking up everywhere. Like, life brain. I, I went to get groceries, and I literally bought up everything that we already had. <laughs> <laughs> Every single thing I bought, we had a version of it. And my fiancé went through everything. It was just like, um, I bought canola oil. A full thing of canola oil. <laughs> I bought, I bought, what did I buy? I bought like brown sugar because I was like making some Asian dish. Full bag of brown sugar. It was brown sugar for Asian dishes? Like it, it tones down the soy sauce a little bit. It makes it a little sweeter and less salty. Oh, interesting. Well, advice. I have a lot if you need it. Okay. So stop by okay. the place if you need brown sugar. Um, but literally everything I bought we had a version of. And she was like, why, why'd you do that? <laughs> it was like $26 down the drain. I was like. I'm losing it. True. And then it was just like, oh, did you feed the dog? I was like dog's looking at me like no he did not <laughs> and i mean it was like 15 minutes like i didn't it was, but it was just like the dog was clearly like stressed out and i was like fuck i'm messing up and i was like did i send this email and like at work i just didn't send the email it wasn't that important but it was just like would have sped things up and i'm like all right i did all the wedding stuff nailed that but then all this other the stuff three the other things yeah. yeah usually it's the other way where three are good and one's off so it's fine dude i give you you're fine don't be mad. Um, all right, I'm the, I'm done. I'm done venting. We can move on to a topic near and dear to our hearts. Um, a topic you had some uh, passion about. Anti-vaxxers. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on to anti-vaccinations. Because <laughs> I got the flu shot recently, which was trash, and I don't believe in it. Um, well, I didn't realize we were talking before the pod, and you were like, yeah, did you see where Reggie Bush put it on Twitter? And I was like, well, obviously. No, of course I didn't. I don't fucking follow Reggie I'm Bush. I'm going to search for a tweet, but keep talking. Um, so apparently it has some anti-vaxxer connotations, which, it, not to go down too much of a rabbit hole, but anti-vaxxers are my shit. Like, I, I really, <laughs> there's something about anti-vaxxers that I fucking love. And there, I realize oh, why I love anti-vaxxers. Why I love them. Because this is like, it's almost like this is like the depths of like left crazy and the depths of right right wing crazy like meeting in the middle oh, and like yeah. agreeing on something. Yeah. Because you have these like super like holistic like no like they're bad for your bodies like left wing crazy people who are like Jenny McCarthy. And then you have these right wing, like the government's out to kill us, so I can't do it. And they like somehow meet in this weird middle of being anti vaxxers. And it's the perfect it's intersection. Perfect. Of the here's here's a tweet from Reggie Bush. I'll read it. It's a it's a cl- first off, it links to a YouTube video, <laughs> which which had I mean, like thirteen hundred views. <laughs> right. Um, I've been <laughs> from Reggie Bush. I've been reading and watching videos on flu vaccinations and other vaccinations for kids and the dangers of them and the side effects. What do you guys think about that stuff? Are you for it or against it? Love it. Reggie Bush, Heisman <laughs> Trophy winning running back, got revoked. Now uh, retired NFL analyst. Well, I think here's the thing. I wouldn't have such a big problem with vaccinations if they just didn't put so much mercury in them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't give kids autism, it'd be fine. Right. <laughs> no, and I say this as being very anti-flu vaccine. Which is making me hypocritical. I know degree. it's like weird. I've never gotten a flu vaccine, but th- there's a di- there's an obvious difference polio. between flu and like a polio vaccine and or like measles. measles. Measles are back. There's right, like seventeen hundred cases of the measles, and like the concept works. These are very smart scientists. They've right. been doing it every year for like since we have medicine. It and seems like the data pretty sh- shows a pretty clear correlation. Call empirical da- evidence right there. And the beauty is the thing I don't like about the flu shot is like. Yeah, that shit keeps changing, so we probably got the wrong one. Well, it's like, I, I forget yeah. exactly how it works, but they, like, know the common flus that are going to hit that season, and they, like, vaccine those, like, top 
however many. Yeah. I realize if someone's listening to this and is like, no, that is not how it works at all. Fuck you. We're, we're, I'm sorry. We get it. Like, we understand the concept. They're trying to make us not have the flu, but theoretically they miss, may have picked the wrong 10. Right, because yeah. there's still plenty of flus out there that you could get. It's, different comp- it's like a snowflake. It's not like polio where it's like... This is polio. Yeah. And polio. This, is measles, this is measles. Yeah. We make sure you don't I don't want that. polio. And, like, not to be, like, this generation, um, but, like, I remember, like, growing up, how many people had, like, you know, severe, like, types of disease? Like, basically, did you know anyone who didn't get vaccinations? No. This was not a thing. Yeah, this wasn't a thing. Like, you didn't know anyone who had, And most, like, if you go to public school, you still, like... It's mandatory, right? It depends what state, I think, and I don't know how it works exactly, but, like, you usually have to get your vaccinations. Again, if someone's listening is like, no, it's a federal law, <laughs> Idaho, I'm sorry. Shut up. Fuck you. Idaho's not a place. <laughs> sorry, that was uncalled for. Idaho. Sorry, Idaho. We're apologizing a lot. Someone, I picture someone <laughs> in Idaho just like, they post another episode? Holy shit. And they're like, listen. <laughs> we have like, what, what the one, fuck? One Why listener? did they come in Idaho? I'm your one listener from here. God damn. So, I apologize if that's the case. But uh, I don't know. It was, and the thing that made me laugh, it was like, I'm just, Casually stroll like scrolling the Twitter timeline, and I'm just like, Reggie Bush, you of all people, like you who've kind of like you've led an interesting life. He I'll has had a very interesting life. Like quietly, not quietly, but like now quietly, was like very close to like marrying a Kardashian. Right. You were the most high profile boyfriend when she was coming up. Yep. You were, for my money, the best college football player I've ever seen. In the top, whatever. With my eyes, like, I was like, that's, I've never seen anything like it. Um, and then, like, you hey, were embroiled in a scandal. You had a decent NFL career. Like, you know, pretty well-to-do guy from what I can understand. Yep. He was, like, very, like, he was fairly soft-spoken. Like, he didn't hear a lot about yeah, Reggie Bush. Yeah, sounded like a good guy. And, you know, Grant not calling you a bad person for that tweet. Because, you know. Yeah, I'm calling you, like, a weird person. I've been on YouTube I saw weird things. I didn't, you know, our, you know, Kyrie Irving has seen weird things on YouTube, and that's how he developed his flat earth theory. So pe- YouTube could take you down a weird place. Spare change? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's where my favorite topic comes from. No. Um, Anti-vaxxers but, are a good one. But yeah, so like, I'm not going to call you a bad person, Reggie, but I agree with Sean. You sound like a weird person. Sarah, um, who probably won't appreciate the story? Where she uh, she likes a good conspiracy theory every now and then, but like hers are like pretty innocent. Like Paul McCartney's still alive, and Michael Jackson's still alive. Paul or McCartney. sorry, Paul McCartney's <laughs> I was dead. Like, Paul McCartney's definitely alive. Paul McCartney's dead. That's the one. He's a clone. The one that's around. It's the like he he's like a body double essentially. I like that one. And then Michael Jackson's still alive. She likes she. Has and so that when one? It, like I mean she's like kidding, but like every now and then I'll be like, wow, you're basically an anti-vaxxer, and she's just like. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? She gets, like, if I ever call that her, like, she gets so offended. I I do want to make that joke. Like, I know it'll never be the time, like, where you take, like, your infant to the doctor to get their vaccinations. And I want to, like, make that joke, like, on the ride up with my fiance. Like, hey. We can't do this. Hey, hey, turn, turn, turn the car around. Do you want this hey. kid? I just got to show you one video real quick. <laughs> I just pulled a YouTube video of 36 views. Right. And like eleven dislikes. It's like one dude, like in the front, like in front of a camera, <laughs> with like a white space in his background. Right. It's just like, yeah, this guy makes a lot of good points. He just, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't see any flaws in his argument. Yeah, I know that will be a very risky play on the way to the hospital or doctor, but I, I have that dream to do that one day. No one has polio. Why do we still have to do these polio vaccines? <laughs> Where are they gonna get it from? Huh? Is it in the air? We might mess around and become anti-vaxxers by talking about it so nonchalantly. I might Probably. just trick my brain. Let's talk about my brain. Brain. Maybe flat earthers and. I mean, I think they go hand in hand. To be honest. Yeah. So like you got to like ride that train to the end of the line. Well, gonna... I think if you're going to be an anti-vaxxer, you basically have to look straight in the eyes of just logic, and then look the other way. <laughs> Euro step past logic. Right. Yeah. And so that's why, like that, in like flat earthers. Again, go hand in hand because it's just like it, it, they're looking people, at the same thing. People there's, think it's just you're just gonna fall off the side. This isn't this like there's no argument, right? No. The moon landing was fake. Moon landing was fake. Could be. It's good. Photoshop could have existed long before we knew it existed. True. 
We only saw Photoshop when they... All right, we got to stop. <laughs> we only saw Photoshop when they wanted us to see Photoshop. Should we start a conspiracy theory um, podcast? Fourth, fifth? Fourth. So we got the fashion one. We have this one. What was the third one we talked about? I think we might have talked about it before we started this one. Like, before we started this specific episode. Oh, we did. I forgot it. I forgot what that podcast well, was going to be. We'll get it back. Be. That's the third one, though. That's the third one. And then conspiracy, conspiracy theories. Theory. We got a network of literally us just doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how you make money. You just repurp- repackage the same thing a hundred times. Um, so, next thing I wanted to bring up was, uh, since we're on the subject of pharmaceuticals in Plan B, when I got my flu shot and I was at like the Walgreens Pharmacy or whatever bootleg spot I was at, I was just like looking up at all the medicine. And I was like, oh, yeah, these people like, you know, this is why you have to have a pharmacist. You can't just grab this. This makes sense. Right. And I was like scanning through. It was like amoxicillin, like blah blah blah, painkillers, heavy stuff. And it was like right. Plan B. That's like, it. And I was like, it's real. It's really called Plan B. Yeah. They really named it Plan B. After like, oh shit, we fucked up. It's a lot of innings, synonyms, yeah. it's weird names. It, yeah, and like a million, like a thousand letters, and then Plan B. Like, I like that they finally decided. You know what? <laughs> Let's we, just we get c- it. Call what it is, what it is. It's, it, it's straight up to your face. It's like they, it's kind of shaming in that aspect. Like if it is a little, it, it's a little shaming. You I'm go not up lie. and you say, like if you use like the medical term, like the or the the chemical term for it, it's probably like dioxymetrine, like something something sulfate. But no, they're like they want you to say Plan B. <laughs> it's like when you order like, can I get the uh, McNuggets? <laughs> they, McDonald's says say McNuggets. It is a little insulting now that I think about it because Plan B is always Plan B, right? Yeah. Like it's like that whenever you're like, you yeah, want. we're on to Plan B, which is like I'm doing this thing that I don't really want to do. That shit, the initial thing didn't work, right? AKA like your, your bonehead strategy of clearly of, not protecting yourself right. in whatever way, and like, well, time to go to Plan B, and they make it such like a hacky, cartoonish type exercise where it's literally like a very serious thing happening, right? And like I was looking at that, I was like, man, they didn't decide to change the name of that ever. Like some whoever they're sitting in the meeting, they're like, Plan B. Great job, Johnson. Great name. <laughs> and like everyone's just shaking hands and high fiving, and they just kept it like that. Yeah, it is a weird name. I'm sure there's an actual name for it, but I agree with you that when you go, it's like, oh, I'm getting Sudafed. I'm getting whatever Benadryl or like whatever Sirtec or I don't know Tylenol. All these names like sound medical, like e- Nyquil even. Nyquil's a made-up name, but it's just like it sounds sounds, sounds a little, like a medication. Robitussin, like that's yeah. You're you're getting you know Vicks. I don't know Vicks. <laughs> Maybe less not Vicks, but uh, and then yeah, Plan B. So like part while I was there, I was like, man, this place must be hopping on Sunday mornings. <laughs> you wonder who? Yeah, Sunday mornings at like eight forty-five a.m. That's the time to do it. Just, too. I should just like lurk in Walgreens. In That's, this. like, the creepiest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I'm going to creep in at Walgreens at 845 on Sundays to see who's picking up my game. <laughs> that would be the worst thing imaginable. But, like, it was my... Yeah, I I was... Just, I haven't gotten a flu shot in ages, so I was just like, huh, this is what happens at pharmacies. And yeah. And it really just put me in that scene for a second. So, I'm not going to do it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's an interesting scene on Sunday mornings. But uh, that was my that was my uh, my pharmacy trip. So we, we hit the anti vaccination and uh, I, um, world. Yeah, God, I'm going back to anti vaxxers and hit just it. how much hit I no. I'm just thinking about how much I despise and appreciate them at the same time. It sounds like you you feel the same. I mean, it goes hand in hand. But like the, the far right right wing. Yeah, I do have a thing for like people again who just look at the face of logic and decide no. Not today. <laughs> Today's today. I don't want that. You love, yeah. That's your like your kink. It's someone who spits in the <laughs> right. face of logic. Some people get into I don't know weird sexual things. What do I get into? Weird right wing websites and like people who clearly like, huh? There's you know about hundred thousand posts that this is right, but there's thirty seven that say it's wrong. <laughs> Now I'm gonna listen to that. And you got me into it a little bit too, because there's always like something on Twitter, like, "Oh, this racist lady outside of a Walmart," blah blah yeah. blah. And I'm like, I shouldn't watch this video. No. And I click it, and I'm just like, I'm angry, but like, part of me is just like, God. 
I'm surprisingly right. better on Twitter than I am on like Facebook and stuff. It's and I gotta get rid of Facebook. Well, and Facebook is like it's a it houses it. Twitter it's, it just dispersed everywhere. It's weird. A couple of the like Facebook groups that I used to like just check in on every now and then Uh-oh. have disappeared recently, and it's because like Facebook has decided to crack down. Thank on, God. And I was like, wow. They're like so, good. I was right. Obviously, I knew that, but. <laughs> But yeah, you were following the right places. Right. That mean, but what are you going to replace your kink with? I don't know. I, I guess my argument would be like maybe I should just not go replace to this one. The Daily Stormer. I've I've been on the Daily Storm a couple of times, but even that's just that's like a neo Nazi website. Yeah, that's, that's like, just like <laughs> fucking dark. I can't have this on my search history. Right. I can't do that. Yeah. And then I have another guy. His name is Matt Walsh. He's on the Daily Wire. <laughs> But he gets boring. It's not Ben Shapiro. He's on Ben Shapiro's website. Oh, that's his site? Yeah. yeah. Ben Shapiro, I see a lot on Twitter. Yeah. Ben Shapiro's like... crazy. Matt Walsh is like a religious guy. But like, he writes the same article, just different. And the article is like, Democrats are getting mad about this, but they're not mad about the millions of babies that are killed every year. Oh, my God. That's And eventually I'm like, all right. You've, you've written this article. Like, oh, I'm, I'm oh, here for the entertainment. Yeah. Like, I'm here to... Ha- fucking read your shit and be like wow that was crazy but like he's written the exact same shit over and over again it's like again. an onion article but right. for like the other side and i mean it's clearly a market for it oh um, man it's like somehow i'm like very how successful. does this fucking keep happening it's like there was another school shooting democrats are livid but they're not livid liberals about are unhinged <laughs> no my favorite my favorite thing now, like when I when I search these sites, especially like, you know, seeing like the the Ben Shapiro's and the Tommy Lawrence is, oh, Tommy Lawrence crazy. I go deep in the weeds, so like I'll click on their tweet, now I'll click on. Oh, you gotta go to the comments. Now I'll click on the comments. I'll click on the person commenting, and now I'll click on like their likes. And oh see what wow! They're like, and then I'm like, where? And then like you know where you're in deep when you hit the back button, like on Twitter, and you're like. It takes you 25 times pressing the back button to get back to your original timeline because you went that deep into the wormhole. And you can, like, Twitter... I do the same shit on Twitter sometimes, and, like, obviously after the 16 election, it was like, oh, there's Russian bots, Russian bots. And I was like, all right. Like, not that I was saying that wasn't a real thing, but I'm like, I've never, like... Oh, absolutely I've real. never, like, run into a... Ru- so and real. then you go on these things, you click on them, and it's, like, America Freedom 27... <laughs> And then American the picture, flag a picture is a like dog. American flag an with, with an eagle, and they have like thirty-seven people following them. And they and have nine posts. They've retweeted like they've posted like seven times, but they've retweeted like, like a, thousand times. a thousand times in the last four days. And I'm like, oh wow, behavior. this is a bot. Like this. Have is... you seen the bot impersonating black people? <laughs> There's not one bot. There's like a, or a bot impersonating black people. No. How it's good like is this? Ghetto thug seventeen. <laughs> He's just like, I'm black and I like Donald Trump. I think we should. I've seen the quote unquote black Donald Trump like followers, and it's it's humorous. They're most likely bots. Yeah, they, yeah, and it's hilarious because it's like they 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 like it's where Russian bots struggle most trying right. to impersonate a black person, and it's like it's pretty funny when you like because Bomani like points them out like in his mentions. He's like and he like calls attention to it. He's like, look at this guy's third tweet. <laughs> He's just like, did anyone catch the DMX concert last? <laughs> like, oh my god, it's 2018, and they're clearly their algorithms fucked up. They'll get it together for the like 20. That's the thing. Like, By 2020, these have, bots are gonna be fucking they're incredible. Gonna be good. They're gonna be good. They're gonna be like having the same. They're gonna be tweeting out the Stephen A. Smith like videos like I do. Right. I may get out outclassed by a bot at that point. Man, he's better at being black than I am. That fake Russian bot. Um. So moving on to a more positive, but not really positive, because this podcast is rarely ever positive. Um, a new movie's coming out. Hit uh, me. Well, Disney is scheduled to make, based on my projections... Live actions on everything. $1 trillion next year. Quick early projections. Because... Oh, that's right, because they have all the Marvel movies coming out. All the out. Marvel movies, Toy Story 4, and the Lion King remake. It's going to be a big year for Disney. Disney is going to print $1 trillion next year. A dollar amount I came and write without getting tired. I'm trying to think how many zeros is a trillion. It's a lot. It's ten in a billion, right? Or nine in a billion. Right? Nine in a billion. So, so it's 12. Three, twelve. Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of writing. But I think they're gonna do it. Like worldwide. I think they can do it. I'm in. But anyways, the Lion King's coming back. Starring Donald Glover as Simba. 
I saw that the cast is great. Beyonce is Nala. Because mm. mm. I thought Nala was hot as a kid. And I was like, this is fucked up. You didn't think Nala was hot? Uh, but now, I mean, like, attaching an actual person I find extremely attractive to Nala. So. But this is going to be a CGI. The, but, yeah, thanks. I, I feel like when we were, let's say, 24, 23, the article of hottest Disney characters was pretty popular. I think I read maybe yeah. four of those. Yeah, I agree with most of them. Um, Nala was always top three. Jasmine was usually top three. Yeah. Um, Nala was like, ha, 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 like, I'm making like a. Cause Lola Bunny. Lo- well, she Lola's, wasn't Disney. Yeah, but yeah. same thing. I mean, they definitely made Lola hot. Unnecessary. Or, they and hips, and Nala. Sure. But um, Nala looked exactly like Simba, but a different face. Yeah. It was fucked S- up. Sidetrack real quick. Can I say someone who was actually very attractive? Um, the Beast from Beauty and the Beast is beautiful. Is that weird he's that He's a I think beautiful that? man. And I don't know why he was considered ugly. Right, because he's got these piercing eyes yeah. the whole movie. Like, he's just really hairy. Like, Belle should cool her jets. Yeah, right? and he's like, oh, it he's so... Been, should have been a fat five minute long. He's movie. so ugly. I'm like, what? Are we watching the same thing? Because this guy is it's fucking beautiful. I agree. He's just hairy, and he, but like he dressed to the nines. His hair was incredible. A, a mane. Think of all these bald people who'd be like, I wish I was him. And he was jacked, clearly. Jacked. He had gigantic shoulders. Like he would be a very good protector. And then again, these just piercing blue eyes. Like, you can get over some of that shit, Bell. Come on, you're not that hot. Regardless, all right, let's go back. But, um. I don't know about CGI Nala, but cartoon Nala. Well, because like CGI Nala looks like an actual a lion. lion. I am like, fucking a lion. You're not really. But cartoon lion in 1995. That was a hot fucking was, lion. Your boy was a little. I was like, damn, am I attracted to it? But that was like all the cartoons. Were... They yeah. There's clearly like a science to this is how you make cartoons hot. It's something to do. The eyes definitely are something. Gadget from Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Wow. There's one. That was my number one. Best theme song ever. Rescue Range. Yeah, I would go was... with that in DuckTales. Oh, yeah. Life is like a hurricane here in they lived Duck in, World. They lived in Duck World? Yeah, that was like. That, was that could have been better. They could have done better than that. But, um, all right, back to Lion King. It looked good. Simba was adorable. Like Baby yeah. Simba. Um, Seth Rogen and. Uh, whoever else is yeah. uh, Timon and Pumbaa. John Oliver, Zazu. Yeah, it's, like, it's a great it's a good cast. cast. James Earl Jones, back. Back. For like... I, didn't, I didn't know how I felt about that because everyone was new and then I'm but like, oh, they're bringing James Earl Jones back. But I'm like, who the else could fucking do that? No one. And... There's one person that I think could do it. Who? Liam Neeson. Oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho. They weren't going to do it. I like that, though. He would, the only thing is, I guess he could... Ha- you could speak with an American accent because he is what is he English Irish doesn't matter Scottish I don't know Um, that's the only other person that I could be like he could do it but James Earl Jones is so classic that I'm fine if you're gonna keep one you gotta keep him I agree 100% agree that if you had to keep one person it had to be James Earl Jones and I don't know like I'm we talked about it a little before but the scene are you gonna what are you gonna do during that when it's gonna be even more vivid I don't know if I can do it hurt more like, because it'll be more realistic. I was telling Wynn before we started doing this that, like, I obviously saw it once. But after that, we had the VHS, and I would just leave the living room. I would just straight up leave. You, does anyone want to see me cry? Like, I don't want to watch Mufasa die. That was... Ugh, and then, granted, the memes... the me- I'm getting, like, choked up now. No, but the memes, like, that they've used have softened the blow. Like, whenever someone gets, like, knocked out. Right. They put Simba... Like next to their body, like checking if they're alive. Like when Pacquiao got knocked out by whoever, they had like Simba next to his body. When Ronda Rousey got knocked out, when someone gets crossed over, like that time Chris Paul or Seth Curry made Chris Paul fall, they had Simba there. So that's like normalized it, the cartoon version of it. Yeah. But now the CGI version is coming out, and there's nothing that's been normalized for that. I'm gonna see that, and I'm just gonna, I don't know, because I have to see it in theaters. I have to. But yeah, I don't. Scar's gonna be so mean. Who's Scar again? I don't know. Like, like, I think they have the cast member. Right. Um, but I, I'm trying to think. Who is Pumbaa? Is it Rogan? And then Rogan's Pumbaa. I don't know who Timon is. Because I think it's a great combo. Because I remember last time I saw it, I was like, that one makes sense. Um, I do remember whoever was Timon and was like, oh, that's pretty great. Um, Lion King 2019 cast. All right, Beyonce, not Eric Andre, Ed Dehaina, which is perfect. Uh, oh. Is it? Chiwetel... 
Etrefor. I, I, I can't pronounce yeah, his name, yeah, but yeah, I can yeah, know yeah, who he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then what's his face? Is Billy Eichner right? is Timon. Billy Eichner's yep. great. That's gonna be. They're gonna be good. Because um, he's so fucking annoying. Yeah, Mufasa, Zazu. There's one other famous actor that I'm not thinking about right now. Oh, isn't not Jordan Peele, but uh, what's his Keegan, name? Keegan, he's Banzai, whoever yeah. that is. Man, can we talk about what movie this was? No one was trying to watch Lion King two. Simba's Pride. Yeah, that and Return of Jafar did not and do it, well. Yeah, no, I wasn't wasn't fucking with that. I mean, you can only do them once, unless you're like a Pixar movie. Is it weird that like I gravitate towards the weirdest things? So I remember being like, I want to see Return of Jafar because the lamp is black and that's badass. I'm in. <laughs> they changed one thing. Like, they knew it. They were like, get a, a certain like, percentage of kids. Why is the lamp black? That's fucking cool. Kids, what, I'll watch it. Parents, $20 because the lamp's black. And I'll say this, because they're obviously doing the live action on Aladdin as well. The fact that, like, I would argue that uh, Robin Williams was like, I would argue 68 70% the important part of the movie. Yeah. The fact that they obviously... I know it's Will Smith doing it, but like, yeah, you I love really. Will Smith. He's he's not Robin Williams in that in that sense. scope. Yeah, no, it was a special role. It was it was like Mufasa of yeah Aladdin, um, where they could just let they did basically let Robin Williams just say whatever the fuck he wanted and then cartooned off that. I think yeah. it was like oh, they let him just go right. So I'm just worried because it's not Robin Williams. Obviously, that it's just not going to be the same. It's going to be interesting. I'm more worried about that one than Lion King. I think Lion King is going to be good. It's going to be incredible. Because, like, so far everything I've seen, I was like, wow, this looks absolutely incredible. The live action on the... Because haven't they shown a little bit of the Aladdin one? Uh, I haven't seen a trailer. Like, very small all, like, clips or something. Clips. And I'm like, eh. Yeah, it looks uh, like those are real people. Like, yeah. Right. I think that's what it is. And uh, did you see Jungle Book? I did not. Jungle Book was dope. Um, was it? I liked it a lot. But they did it well. Like, but Baloo, and that was, like, a fucking bear. Right. He wasn't, like, you know... A cartoonish, like, wisecracking. Yeah. He was a bear. Yeah. I was like, this bear should be able to kill this tiger. Theoretically. Shao Kahn or whatever his name was. And that was one issue I had with it. But I was like, all right. Mufasa was shown to be bigger than Scar. Hence why Scar had to use, like, trickery to beat him. Right. But I don't know. I don't know how they're going to get that scope to happen. And, like, make it feel real. I'm not... I was never a big Jungle Book guy. I guess Jungle Book's a little bit before I wasn't time. really either. But, like, the movie looked good. So I saw it. I think it was, like, a Sunday where I was just having a Sunday. Yeah, having a winter Sunday. I went by myself. That's cool. The Jungle Book. Wait, did you really? Yeah. That's fucking weird. I love it. No, but it was, like, during school. So I was able to go, like, early and, like, not with other people. I was like, yeah, I'll just do this. And, like, it's the classes were canceled or something that day. I'm like, I'll see Jungle Book. Instead of go home and take a nap or play video games. Hmm. But Lion King's coming out. Not excited for the scar scene. Are you excited for Toy Story 4? We talked about it briefly before. I'm just worried. Like, they keep ending more and more sad. Yeah. Someone, I'm just they're like, all going to die now. And it's gonna be once like, they kill off somebody. How do you kill a toy? I don't know. But once they kill somebody off, I'm like, I'm done. I don't care if they make they another one. They have to kill someone off, this one. Why? Because they almost burned all of them last time. And now they're in the attic, right? Yeah. So, and, like, I don't know how they're going to play the internet age. Like, That's uh, the thing. They've already done everything. So, oh, the toy. And then, like... New toys. The new toy was the first one. And the second one was he... What happened? He went to college? No. Third one was he went to college. Yeah, third one was he went to college. Second one was they went to get more toys. I've, no, no, no. They went to that... What was remember. the second one? Oh, there was in, like, an auction... Like, a guy who sold... Oh, he bought the toys. Yeah. And he wanted them. Yeah, right. He, he and they had to, like, tradition. go back to Andy's house. Yep. And Andy was still so it young. wasn't even that sad. And third one he was old. College and news. Fourth one they put him in the attic. The fifth one what are they gonna do? Or fourth sorry. Third one they put him in the attic. Were you a toy kid? Yeah. I was too. Straight do up. Do you know where any of your toys are? I think we got rid of most of them in a garage sale. Don't and know. I was fine with it. I was yeah. like because I was old enough where I was like, this is fine. I think we don't we put mine in like a box and gave it to people. Or gave it to I someone. had so many Batman figurines. I can't even tell you how many. Like figure imagine because, like, having a dog now, I just step on shit. Imagine stepping... Like, I know every parent jokes about, like, stepping on a Lego. But, like, imagine stepping on a fucking Lego, man. That's Like, nice. in the dark, when you're, like, getting up and you're, like, going to the bathroom and just step on a Lego. There were some toys I had that were, like, why? 
Why is that so sharp? <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> like, yeah, to- like action figures, like their elbows and shit. I had th- like at least three Batmobiles that had like wings coming off the side that were just like sharp. Can just slice through skin yeah. easily. Yeah. And I had a. What I have? I had the Power Rangers. It was my dopest toy. The Command Center. Oh, you had the full... Yeah, that was a Christmas gift. And it was like this weird mechanism inside of it. Because I was like, when you put the Ranger inside, it transformed them. It was basically like you hit it, and they go through the thing, and they come out transformed. It's basically like they flip their head. So I was like, what flips their head? And I was digging my hand up there, and I was like, what is this? They're like digging your hand in a garbage disposal. I was like, what is this sharp shit? And I think I cut myself. I was like, this is terrifying. This This is not for children. And then obviously the game we talk about all the time, like every other episode, Crossfire. Right. No Crossfire! Never played it. Never even seen it. But it looked very dangerous. That Everything game looked very dangerous. It you looked were just very throwing fun. marbles at each other. With like sharp, like... Right. Like Ninja Star looking things. I don't know. But, hey. You know it'd be dope to play at the wedding? Before we uh, get dressed and whatnot? Crossfire. Crossfire would be kind of sick. I get sick. three Crossfires. <laughs> Round Robin Tournament. <laughs> We missed the weather. <laughs> Where are you guys? Crossfire! Yo, get caught up in the... And that's my response to like the wedding planner. <laughs> Where are you guys? Every... Crossfire! Everyone's in the chapel! Crossfire! No. Um, shout out to uh, Mattel. That was probably a Mattel game. It sounded like a Mattel. Mattel took risks. What I liked about Crossfire is that a lot of people know the theme song. No one played the game. Have you, do you know anyone with I, the game? I don't know anyone who ever played with that it? game. Like, I had never seen it. I never seen the box. And I played some obscure games. I think my cousin had It Came From Beneath the Pit. You remember that game? No, I do not. It was it was along the lines of Don't Wake... Another fucked up game. Don't Wake Daddy. Don't Wake Daddy. Creepy, but okay. Creepy game. <laughs> Creepy. I knew it at the time, too. Like, Why don't you want to wake daddy? <laughs> What's going and on? What are you doing? Um, but there was, was some great game theme songs gator so golf gator oh golf give it a whack gator, gator golf. golf throw it right back mr bucket mr, mr. bucket you're the one mm. mr bucket, bucket. Mm. buckets of fun yeah mr yeah buckets yeah mr buckets was i clearly purpose? watched a lot of tv I in too. the I early have, 90s i have so many theme songs too uh then trouble perfection right. don't be quick you're wasting the clock or you know, oh, go no. be quick, you're wasting the clock. Pop goes perfection. Whoa, you got sixty seconds to get all the Goes perfection. Yeah. That that was, that was the era of stressful games. Perfection was stressful. Don't wake daddy was stressful. Yeah. It came from East Pit was trash, but it was stressful. Um what's the other game I'm missing? Uh Mousetrap? Mousetrap. No, uh, really ha- that- surgery, doctor. Oh, oh. Water on a knee? Yeah. Operation. Operation. I'm the doctor for you. I'm the doctor for you. That was a great game. That was actually a good game. It was like very like, it tested what kids were going to like be good at. Right. Who had good hand Right. (laughs) And like who could just like handle stress sort of. Yeah. It was. It (laughs) start crying and freaking out. That was actually important. Sean, I saw you do that like six times by yourself with no one watching. Oh, you pressure's on. (laughs) Oh, that's actually a good parameter. Yeah, like, I think I might just give my kid Operation, Oregon Trail, and Lemonade Stand, and not send him to school. What was Lemonade Stand? You remember that game? No. You were literally like in a neighborhood. It was a computer game. It was like you're in a neighborhood. They gave you like days in the summer, the temperature. You had to buy water. So this was like or, a f- like early strategy RPM game. Early. Essentially, <laughs> you had to have you had to had water you or ice cubes. You had to determine how many ice cubes you're gonna have. They were basically free. Sugar lemons and then you determine like based on the day how many you needed and you determine like oh hot day you need a lot of ice cubes uh you know decent amount of sugar people are gonna buy this and rainy days you don't need that much etc in oregon trail obviously it was an important yeah. game and then operation teach you how to perform under pressure you know what would be a fucking sick game let's start it up is if they made like 2019 oregon trail and it's like real open world. Oh, it's almost kind of like Red like, Dead Redemption almost. Yeah, it's online capable. Um, but yeah, is is it already Red Dead Redemption? It's basically Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like the only thing is Red Dead Redemption is like the old west where everything's already like it's built established up, already. established. This, is, this would be like middle of the 1800s. It'd be boring as fuck. 
Yeah, but you don't like go to like different Indian tribes and like they just shoot you with arrows. I don't know. You could make that game; would be fucking sick. Or like, and you just like TV or game. Whoever made Oregon MA. Trail, you just contact, be like, I'll take the name, I'll give you a million bucks. And okay, mi- millions of, a lot. Percentage of sales. And we just want to, we want that name, and you just have to get from one side to the other. It'd be a sick game. That'd be pretty sick, and it's like all open world, and you could play like with your friends. Like, yeah, they're in your crew, and if they die, they die. No, no, not actually. Oh, no, no, no. No, their character, but still, like, you can't it's play like, along with your crew anymore. It plays, like, to win the game, it takes, like, a month. But and yeah. if they die, it's like, sorry, it man. Like, I realize we just can't hang out for the next three weeks. And then your friend, like, wanted to get dinner that night or something. Like, yo, you want to hang? Like, I'm the only one left. I have to finish. But uh, the rest of us are going out to get dinner. Like, I yeah. just, there's a way to spruce up the trail. There's a way to do this. It sounds like Red Dead Redemption. It sounds a lot like Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> but it's fine. But... And I think Rockstar basically had that idea. They were like, how <laughs> do we make, make Oregon our Trail. own version of Oregon Trail? All right. Before we get too sidetracked, I want to talk a little bit about the NBA. And a lot of storylines. We've obviously missed a lot. Um, you know, some teams stink. Uh, Rockets, Celtics. Warriors kind of stink. Draymond Green called Kevin Durant a bitch. Um, Jimmy Butler called Carl Z. Towns and Andrew Wiggins a bitch. Um... A lot of people call people bitches. Yeah. Uh, the Wizards are imploding. Yep. Uh, the, the LA Clippers are the best team in the West. Yep. Um, yeah. And it's uh, been a, kind of an interesting Kawhi season. Kawhi is extremely healthy um, and was just making stuff up. Or no, he, or he had a uh, or he had a good claim. I don't really I don't know. know. He'll but, like miss games every now and then. But so. I think it's like they do it. But when he yeah. plays, he looks yeah, he looks good, incredibly healthy. And recently, speaking of Kawhi. Just signed the uh, shoe deal, the Mac, the big shoe deal that he wanted his whole uh, his whole career. New Balance. Didn't he scoff at a Nike deal? Or Jordan? Well, Jordan. Jordan's part of it. Yeah, but like Jordan didn't want to give him like the Russ treatment. He wanted to give him like secondary, like you know, back end shoe treatment. So how much money did uh, Kawhi get? I, don't, I haven't seen the, the figures yet. But it is great that it's New Balance. It's so Kawhi. It's, it's so like, what would you give to an operating system? Like, what shoe deal would you give to an Ascension operating system? New Balance. Yes. And someone made a joke I saw on Twitter. Uh, they're like, NBA Finals preview, and it was an Under Armour shoe and a New Balance <laughs> shoe. <laughs> and I was just like, God damn, that might be it. It that, could be. That very well could be it. It could be it. And I was like, two of the trashest. No offense. The Currys haven't been great. They've been attacked for years now. New Balance has been known as, like, the lawn mowing shoe. And the white dad shoe. Yes. And now they're on the feet of two of the most prolific NBA players. So, I don't know. How do you feel about this? Get your money, Kawhi. But you could have gotten it not Nike or not uh, New Balance. You figured like Adidas, well, I guess they just, I think Adidas is giving up. I mean, they've put too much money into a lot of people. John Wall. (laughs) Everyone put too much. (laughs) All the dollars John Wall is getting. How mad is Adidas? It's just like, fuck. They also gave Red, or Derek Rose. That's right. Derek Rose, Derek and Rose is in Adidas. Derek Rose is still getting paid off his original contract. That's got to hurt. Like, as long as he's playing in the NBA, he gets his contract. So they're paying him, like, MVP Derek Rose dollars. He's making way more from Adidas than NBA money. Poor Adidas. Not that I should really feel bad for, like, the second biggest apparel company. Like, I mean, granted, they hit on Harden, kind of. Oh, that's right. They do have Harden. But they gave him like a stupid deal. Right. Like $210 million. Which, I get it. But Harden's going to be like third team all NBA this year. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's true. Like, but all, like, he, they gave him his obligatory MVP. I just and... remember the video of when like he signed that Adidas deal and like a, a gigantic, like, like 12, like huge 18 wheeler truck came to his house to just give him Adidas sneakers. Like, and that was like the video. I was like, fuck. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> he has a big house, but he doesn't want all these sneakers. Right. This is like a shitload of sneakers. Give him like 10 sneakers. Like maybe 20. I don't know. But yeah, New Balance has a... Uh, you see that other deal they struck? They actually made a deal with like a like top Pete high school Pete Sampras player. or something? No, a top... Like, <laughs> they, they made it with a hedge fund manager named Mark. <laughs> for when he gets on his John Deere on Sundays. Um, no, they uh, the, a high school player... I'm probably messing up some of the details, but he basically foregone his college career, and they gave him an internship, a million-dollar-a-year internship, 
basically, like, once he goes to the league, because he was, like, high enough prospect, that he'll wear their Under Armour shoe. But, like, until he gets drafted. That. Million dollar salary. It's interesting. And he interns for them and, like, does, like, strategy and stuff. Why does he... So... He's, like, an intern, quote-unquote. And so then he's going to go to the NBA then after that. Yeah. Like, once the one in... Like, once he... So why doesn't he go to, like, Europe after this? I don't know. I think, that seems fucking weird. It seems really weird. But it's just like, all right, you have a set shoe deal even if the NBA doesn't work out or, like, you know, for X amount of years. You're going to make $5 million in a five-year deal outside of your NBA money if you get it. I don't know. So the New Balance is trying shit out. And I respect it because when you're, like, at the bottom of the barrel and all this perception around you, like, if everyone's thinking you wear white dad, you have white dad shoes, you got to do something weird to shake it up. I used to wear New Balances every now and then. I'm not surprised. Fuck. I mean, you are, you're going to be a very, very strong white dad. I know. You're, it's <laughs> like, like it's hard, you're, but. You're, you're turning, like, not a bad thing. I'm just saying you're just going to be like, come through with like the, the cotton shorts and yeah. like a, a t-shirt and just like New Balance shoes. Like, hey. Hey, guys. Uh, ready to rock and roll? Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's do this. Yeah, let's, let's go on boogie. <laughs> let's, boogie let's boogie. Are you guys on. ready to pick up the Christmas tree? Let's do this. <laughs> it's July 9th. <laughs> you're going to do that. And you're going to have New Balance on. It's going to just fit. You're going to be comfortable and you're going to be happy. And that, that was a good brand for them. But they're like, hey, if Puma can get into basketball shoes, this is a good market for like everyone to get into basketball shoes. Why not? Clay Thompson and signing with Anta, that Chinese company. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're just a niche shoe company, do you see the deal uh, Kyle Kuzma has? It's a really weird one, but I love it. He signed a deal with, like, this company that, like, has exclusive shoes and, like, basically, like, is a shoe reseller. And he basically wears, like, exclusive, extremely exclusive sneakers every night. What? I did not know this. Yeah. It's, like, very strange. So he doesn't have, like, a deal with, like, a brand, but he has a deal with, like, this company. They're like, hey, we'll pay you and we'll also give you, like, stupidly exclusive shoes that people can't buy to play in. But I'm like, a lot of these shoes aren't, like, meant to be played in. <laughs> like, he's playing in, like, really cool-looking shoes, but I'm like, he's going to break the ankle. So I'm you like, are wearing Argyle, like... <laughs> Converse's, like, they look dope, but, like, your ankles are just going to fall right off. Um, but, yeah, like, any uh, any NBA takes so far? All right, let's do it. What really you, quick. Yeah, quick, um, quick rundown of NBA. When did, did I watch the Clippers the other night, last night? The, I think it was the first time I watched the Clippers because I was like, shit. They're actually kind of fun. Hungry. Um, I'm obviously watching the Sixers intently. Uh, I, when I heard that the Sixers traded for Jimmy Butler, I didn't love it because I don't really like Jimmy Butler. Yeah, uh, he's kind of a dick. He's and like, he's not like my favorite player in there. Like, even from like watching. Um, play to watch. But he's been good. They didn't give up a whole lot. Like, Covington, Sarch, like, that's not, like, the end of the world. Um, if he stays. If he stays, it's good. Um, so, right now, I'm, like, 68% in. What about the old Markel thing? Markel thing is super interesting. <laughs> I think at this point, Markel's got to go. It True. sucks. Um, they're not going to get anything back for him. I keep hearing Can you get a first? I think you can get a protected first. You can either get a non-protected first from heavily a playoff team first. this year, yeah. or you get a heavily protected first from anyone else. So, like, if the, for example, if the Phoenix Suns are trading for him, I've heard like they need a point guard. Teams like the Phoenix Suns or like the Spurs. Atlanta Hawks, sure, the Spurs, teams like that. Well, maybe not the Spurs, but other teams are going to protect the shit out oh, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a team like, like bad, bad teams. Are but, like, good teams are just going to, like, yeah, we'll give you a 2019 first-round pick. Because, yeah. like, it's 22nd anyways. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, yeah, I don't... I've gone back and forth on how I should feel about this. Part of me is, like, at first I'm like, fuck Markel. Like, this is clearly, like... He's three, being whiny. Yeah. And, like, it obviously happened right after he had, like, seven minutes in a game. Um and then, like, another part is, like, I think he's just going through some shit, so I don't know how bad I should feel for him, but um, it's, it's interesting. I don't like his attorney slash agent, whoever that person is. Your attorney shouldn't be your agent, and your agent no. shouldn't be your attorney is one of my first things. Um, so the Sixers are kind of, like, that whole thing is weird. I, I, I think Markel, like, legitimately might be done. Like, not just for the Sixers, but, like... NBA. 
I hope not. Like I, I think we all, be, everyone's rooting for him. Right. Like I, as a basketball fan, I'm like he used to be so good. Even as a Sixers fan, I'm rooting for him because with the realization that it's probably never going to happen in Philadelphia, and I do feel bad that he's on a team that's like in win now mode. Where if he was on a team that is in like, eh, take their time, less pressure, less whatever. attention. Like we can play you thirty three minutes, and if that means we're gonna lose, like whatever. Yeah. Like the Sixers are not in that mode. They're like, no, we're, we're trying, trying to win, to win fucking games. Yeah. Um. So that's I get that it's tough, but like, I don't know. I mean, what are you gonna do? At this stage, it's get some value for him. I mean, the fact that he was playing as much as he has. Brett Brown gave him a chance. No, they gave him a chance. And, like, if people are going to say, oh, they didn't really give him a chance, I'm like... He started games. He was starting for a while, and he shouldn't have. No. When they first said that he was starting, I was like, it doesn't make sense. He should be, like, a six-man coming off the bench. That was a Brett Brown move, but... Yeah. I don't know. And then there's the turmoil in the league. Um, Celtics looking weird. Looking weird. I was obviously at all the games, but uh, I was watching the Knicks game uh, before Thanksgiving, and I was like, "This is a very telling game because the Knicks are like be- Fizdale has a really good situation right now. Where he's like, okay, if we lose, it's fine. We're encouraged to lose, especially with Zion doing what he's doing, right? And the whole Duke team, basically. But he's making them competitive in losing, which is like the ideal. Like, oh, we're not the team's not getting blown out by thirty, and, like." not watchable like just players that are trying is a lot of good young talent right. people are excited and i was like all right this is the ideal game for the celtics to kind of get back on track especially before the holiday and going on a road trip how bad did they lose that game they were down like 18 in the first half yeah but they were like they ended up losing by like not that it was like nine but it was it was like a 20 point type game. right then they just called off the wolves and i was like oh my god this is weird and i think it's just a I hate to like say it, but it's like a problem with too much talent and people yeah. with like situations changing. Like you have guys that were studs last year and like no one is like starting caliber player like Terry Rozier and um, Jalen Brown is like oh you can't trade Anthony Davis for Jalen Brown or you know this guy this guy and now it's just like oh these guys are playing fifteen to twenty minutes now and they look a little worse. It's basically like what you said. It's like oh they're playing less so they don't really know their role. And just thinking it up a bit. So Gordon Hayward now is coming off the bench? Yeah. He looks like a guy that had his foot in the Ripped third off. row. Yeah. A year. But he's looking a lot better. Um, so for the moment, it's looking... I mean, the last lineup we played was a Marcus Smart, Marcus Morris lineup. The Marcuses are kind of like the dogs. And then Kyrie, Horford, and Tatum. And so it has been the best G- lineup. Jalen so Brown and Hayward coming well, off the Jaylen's bench. Jalen's hurt. Right oh, that's now. right. Okay. So, but I mean, even when he comes back, I, I bet know. when he comes back, they take out one of the Marcuses. No, maybe Smart, but Smart's kind of the catalyst of like energy. Like he's, I mean, you know all the analytics. People are like, yeah, he can't explain. You can't explain him, but he's he's obs- good. His plus minus is ridiculous, and you can see it. Like he's just like causes shit to happen. Can't do many. There, things there are things like. We all like numbers and whatever, but like there are some times where analytics can't quite explain something. And Marcus Smart's one of those types of players. Yeah. He's not a very good shooter. He's a decent playmaker, but not great. No. He's a good defender, but like there are a lot of good defenders yeah. that are still minuses overall. But like there were like some plays. I was watching the Pelicans <laughs> game and he was like on two possessions in a row guarding Anthony Davis and Meritage. And I was like, <laughs> hmm. Huh. That's this. a mismatch. But he was like it wasn't like a problem like when uh there was no like switch 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 or like davis is like get the ball to davis it was like oh we're treating him like a power forward or center i'm like whoa he's a very stocky guy he's a very stout like dog like yeah defender and i mean i guess that works so i don't know there's a lot of work in progress at celtics right now and then there's like i don't know the league just kind of the league sucks it's like does the league suck it's like everyone's (laughs) mediocre no one's good right which means like i mean granted the warriors I've been without basically Curry for a while, and then, the whole season, yeah. Draymond for a bit. We'll be fine. They, um, the name, the players we just named that haven't been playing much, it can be its own right. fifty-five win team. Um, I mean, in the East, like the Sixers have been like pretty good, but they haven't been like amazing. No one's killing um, in the East. 
I mean, Toronto's been pretty good. Milwaukee's been really good. They have a coach now, which is shocking. Right. So it's definitely been like in the West, everyone's like, oh, the West is way better. And it is, but like. Utah stinks. Who's the second best team in the West right now? Is it Denver? But not really. But not really. And then it's like. Houston's out of the playoffs right now. Mavericks have won nine in a row or something like that. I've been watching a little bit of Mavericks and watching Luca. He's good. He's weird. I just like in a good way. I keep thinking I was like, man, if he was just a year older and he was there in the draft last year, the process. Could you imagine like Luca with that team? He would actually work. Really He'd be perfect. Well. He'd, He'd be really perfect, well. perfect player because he's like kind of plays like a point guard ass, but he doesn't. He's not yeah. a point guard, um, so he like can play off the ball. A plenty. playmaker. Yeah. Uh, Once he like figures out how to be a better defender, he's dude. Luca's awesome. He's amazing. Yeah. So the Mavs are in good shape. Mark Cuban just keeps getting stud international players. And, and like that, like, if I can think of, like, the player I want the Sixers to have is a European, like, certainly have to be a point guard. It just has that weird Euro, like, playmaker game. It's a little herky-jerky. You know what I mean? European Lamar Odom is what you want. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> can we end the podcast on that one? Because that was a great way to... Sure. European. Sure. Who does European Lamar Odom date? Um, uh, who? Kylie Minogue. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. It's been a good first run. <laughs> Hope you like the new microphones. <laughs> Season two. Season two starts now. All right. Bye. <laughs>